Hey, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Woohoo! <laughs> I thought I'd try a different intro today. Um, we're glad you're here, people. I'm Clay Mills. Marty Dotson, my co-host, is here. We're going to talk today about, man, this is something that in the year 2022, I think all of us have to deal with, and that is don't compare yourself to other people's highlight reels. I mean, you look on social media, on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and people are posting about, I wrote a smash song today. You know, I, you know, and everything is hyped. Everything is the biggest, the baddest, the historic, you know, legendary. And it just seems like there's so many people out there hyping every second of their life. You know, I eat breakfast today, you know, like it's the, the never been done before. And, and it, it really, I think, if you buy into that and you're feeding yourself a diet of that, um, I think it's, it sabotages and sucks your creativity. Um, you know, first of all, I don't see Craig Wiseman or Ashley Gorley on Instagram and, and Facebook every day going, oh, I wrote a smash today, you know, and they've both written over 50 number one songs. So I think they're too busy to, to get involved in the hype. I think they're busy creating history. They're not busy hyping themselves as if they're creating history. So I think that as creative people, we have to take back some of our power and some of our confidence by unplugging a little bit to that stuff and putting in the work that it's going to take to get to where you want to be and to accomplish your goals. Yeah. And it's real easy too to, to give into the hype of, you know, take this course for a thousand dollars and I'll teach you how to make six figures doing whatever. I mean, I've seen those in different fields, you know, I mean, apparently that's a marketing thing. Six yeah. Figures, and you know, six figures and, and for a thousand dollar course and, you know, looking for a shortcut and follow falling for the hype is going to bite you in the butt every time, you know, because those people promising to get your songs in front of, Nashville producers or, you know, I'll teach you how to make six figures may not even be doing that themselves. And, you know, their plan is to make money off that class, which is it's fine to make money off a class, but it's not fine to promise somebody something you you don't know that that you can deliver on, you know, and you and I can't teach somebody how to make a million dollars in songwriting. We can teach people how to write better songs. And some of those may go on to make a million dollars. We've got uh, a couple of that just had a number one pop song all you know worldwide. They might make a million dollars, but that wasn't the promise we made them when they came to Songtown. You know, so I think you, right. you have to when you hear something that sounds too good to be true, you have to go, hmm, let me look into that. You know, yeah, and the people you and I have made six figures or whatever in the music business many times, but we're not going to go promising people that. So I I think just watch out for the hype and there's hype, not even just from those people trying to sell you stuff, but there's a lot of artists and songwriters that are trying to convince the world that they're good as if that's the path to success. If I can, if I can convince all these people that I've got something special 
today on social media, then maybe my career can happen. And that's not the way it happens. And so, you know, going on social media and going, oh, I got, you you know, I might see somebody that go, I got a number one song in Europe today. And you look into the chart and it's some small little internet radio station with five viewers and they put your song as number one on their thing. And so in the grand scheme of things, going out there and hyping to the world that you've just accomplished this major success that's going to change your life and change their belief in you. I mean, just come down to earth. You know, I years ago when I moved to Nashville from New York, I got asked to be in a writer's round with Richard Lee, Hall of Fame songwriter. I mean, Robert Byrne. I mean, these guys had written some of the greatest songs in country music history. And I was new to Nashville from New York, had not written a lot of country yet. And I played my songs and I I realized I can't I was not going to be able to convince that audience that I was on the level of these people. So what it did, rather than making me go out and try to convince the world of how great it was, it made me go, okay, I'm not actually going to go to the Bluebird and play another show until I have a hit. It made me focus on I've got to develop my craft. I've got to become really good before I go back there and try to, to convince an audience that I'm on that level. I wanted to be on that level, but I was not, I I don't buy into this fake it till you make it kind of thing. I think you've got to put in the work and do the work. Yeah. And sometimes we all, you and I always say we, we deal in real, you know, Yeah, that's what we encourage you to do. You know, I was playing a show one time and, you know, one of the writers played this legendary like Don Henley song and the next one played a legendary George Strait song. And I'm, and I just acknowledged when that got to be my turn, I'm like, that's really hard to follow. You know, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure what I'm going to do, but I was, it was really cool to be here with y'all and hear them sing those songs, you know, and, and I just kind of owned it, you know, and yeah. let it be what it is. And I, I think that's, you know, you said something, let your music convince people you're a great writer. You don't have, yeah. if, if you're a great writer, you don't have to tell people that you're a great writer, you know, and it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say, Hey, I'm struggling right now. I'm frustrated with this and and those kind of things. You don't always have to put on that social media face of like, I'm awesome. Everything's awesome. My numbers are way up, you know, and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Just in, I think you started off with this in putting your time and energy into trying to convince people that you're great. Sucks your creativity. You know, you you, I don't think you can be creative if you're spending that much time and energy trying to, to pull that off, you know? Yeah. Cause then the next logical thing is you're never going to chance anything and, and chance failing because you've got to put on this air of being successful. And we all know the only way we're going to be successful is to take risks and you're going to fail. You're going to fall on your face. And so if you're afraid of people seeing that, then you're, there's no way you're ever going to succeed. So and and plus, just take the pressure off of yourself when so many of us are seeing, oh, this person's playing this show at this, you know, who cares if somebody is playing Puckets tonight in Franklin or in downtown Nashville or they're playing this, you know, the bottom line in New York. 
Who cares? Work on taking care of your music. You can be happy for them, but don't fall into that trap of, oh, I should be, you know, I've seen people that are incredible writers that go, well, I should really be doing more songwriter shows. I know, I know a hall of fame writer and he confided in me. He goes, I just, I feel like all this pressure, I should be going out and playing shows. And he goes, but I'm not that good at performing. I don't like to perform. You know, but he's a Hall of Fame songwriter, so he should enjoy doing what he does and not feel the pressure that he has to go out and be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. No, so our message for you today is don't fall for the hype yeah. and don't be the hype. You know, don't yes. don't try to hype yourself up. And we're not saying, you know, if you're playing a cool show and you're proud of it and you want people to come out, we're not saying don't promote that because that's a real thing, you know, but. You know, don't be jealous of the people that are out there. You know, as as a, a practice, one of the things I do is I try to congratulate all of my peers when I see that they have something good happen. Even if it's, you know, there's been times when I tried to get on that album and I didn't make it and they got on the album. And my answer to jealousy or envy is to be one of the first people to congratulate them and just say, that's awesome. You know, so, so excited for you that you got on that record, you know, and just uh, keep it real. Don't fall for the hype of people trying to, to suck you into something that sounds too good to be true. And spend your creative energy on writing better songs instead of hyping things up. Man, what you just said about you congratulate your friends. I used to play a lot of shows with Billy Montana. And part of his show was he would get um, he had a song in the TV show Nashville. And so he would he would talk about the scene and this is where this happened. And then then they, you know, played. And I kept every time he would do a show with me, I'd go, man, I always wanted a song and show Nashville. But I congratulated him when he got his. But deep down inside, I kind of felt less than because all my friends had songs in, in the show Nashville. And I live in Nashville. Why couldn't I have a song in the show Nashville? Well, last week I was looking at my ASCAP statement and I actually did have a song in the show Nashville in the first season, the second episode, and no one ever told me. My publisher didn't tell me. And so I felt bad for 10 years over nothing. <laughs> and so you never, never look at other people and go, oh, wow, you know, and, and compare yourself to them. It's so silly. Well, and we'll, and we'll end on this story. I, I was at a round one time where there was four Hall of Fame songwriters. And um, one guy goes, um, I'm going to play you something I wrote last week, and it just got cut a week later. And so he plays this song, and the next guy goes, well, I don't know how to compete with that. You know, this is a song I wrote uh, a couple years ago, and it was a number one. So he plays it. Next guy goes, well, you know what? I'm just going to play you a song I wrote yesterday. But nobody's ever heard this song. And the last guy was Dean Dillon, who's kind of quiet. And, and he has this big cowboy hat on. He doesn't even look up. He goes, well, I wrote this while he was singing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he plays like the chair or something. <laughs> but, it, you know, that they were kind of making light of that competitiveness. But that kind of goes on sometimes. It's like, you know, we, we, somebody tells a story and you, you want to go, well, I wish I had something to top that, you know, and, but there's no need for that. Yeah. So go out, be you and uh, don't fall for the hype.
Be you beautiful. That's right. <laughs> we'll end right there. All right, we're going to leave you with a song. This was written by Songtown members uh, Fernando Bellini and Sharon Spivey. It's called La Soledad. I think you'll enjoy it. Also, be sure and check out the show notes. We've got links to some books that Clay and I have written on songwriting as well as to Songtown itself. And please rate the show and tell your friends. Take care. Up to this, la soledad.